0: People love the world. It's time
1: to Welcome to Stuck at Home with David and Jason. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and David Arquette.
0: Huzzah! Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, David Arquette and this guy
1: and me jason how's it going david what's going on man
0: not much how you doing jason
1: oh not too bad i just got this uh one of those little pedal bikes for underneath my seat so if you see me wobbling like this it doesn't mean I gotta pee real bad it just means i'm trying to get my i'm trying to get my steps in
0: nice man my steps in. i like it <laughs> you know ddpy is what i first started with on my road back to wrestling oh yeah yeah ddpy His he doesn't like to call it yoga but it's yoga
1: Oh, oh that okay so diamond dallas page is who you're your talking. yes about, right? and
0: he has an app ddpy that you could get and it's just all these yoga but also with strength training it's really amazing it's what started me but it's for you it's the pedal
1: bike it's the pedal bike it's just it's me looking like this because and also it, like, it makes me look like the little fat kid on the like, don't i look like i was like just <laughs> trying to chase the goonies like guys yeah. <laughs> guys don't leave me
0: don't leave me <laughs> I love it. Stranger Things. <laughs> you got a list.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like if I, I could just see myself with a beard, but instead of a beard, it'd just be cookies or some sort of ice cream all over my face. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Oh, how's it been going for you? How, you have a you have a good night. You got you've been you've been chilling.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all been about getting my wrestling documentary. You cannot kill David Arquette that's out this Friday. So I'm really just pushing the final push. It's been a long road, but <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: oh, dude. Yeah. Well, tell me about it, man. I, I was looking at, you know, cause we, we, you know, obviously we've seen you a little bit since then, but I got to go watch your, your documentary at the drive-in over in city oh, of industry, yes, which I gotta say is, uh, that city is all industry. There's nothing is. else in that city. <laughs> the that city is a hundred percent industry. Like you go Full like on there's, industry. A, there's a chicken restaurant and like a little bit of like a le- regular place and you go over the tracks and it says, Welcome to the city of industry. It's nothing but industry. Nothing but
0: there. industry. Yeah. Getting <laughs> the got, job done.
1: <laughs> we got to go over there um and and watch the movie. And uh it was the first time I've actually been out of the house to go see a, a movie at all since the, okay. uh, since the quarantine. And uh I couldn't have had a better experience, man. That was a oh, that was a great awesome. setup you guys had. Um we got Thank to see the directors running around the, uh, <laughs> yeah, running around in a their blast. tuxedos, having a blast. Yeah.
0: David Darg and Price James. <laughs> they're amazing guys. <laughs> really did a wonderful job with the film.
1: It was incredible. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, just the experience alone, just having everybody be there and, and knowing you were there in the car watching, uh, what you were doing, but also being able to, you know, it was, it was the weirdest kind of like shared experience with people, but also kind of isolated. So I can, I could sit there and talk with the person I was with, Oh, Uh, sorry, I got this. Wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, you just let me into my own
2: show? Seriously, uh, David, are you doing this to me in the middle of my? It's my show. It doesn't say so. Wait, did I hear in the fucking announcement? It says "Stuck at Home with David and Jason." Um, what the fuck? No, Jason. No, seriously, it's not fucking funny. What are you laughing at? You locked me out of my own show. What, David? You're one of my best friends. You locked me out of my own. He asked me to just
0: do it, and felt seemed like something that would be. I, I thought you were like that would be or... fun to take over yeah, my show I, I, I and have your, your name you were, on it? I didn't know if you were available. No, relax. Or not. David, don't
2: raise your voice to me. I'm not the one who fucking steals your shows. All right, and Jason, you're just sitting over there like, "What? This was a good idea to make money or something?" Listen, you thought I... you make a little more money on this with with David doing this fucking thing? Well, I... seriously, David, I'm very dis- You know what man? This 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 hurts me. I'm
0: sorry. Oh, wait, what? What'd you say? I said it fucking hurts me. Oh, really? Listen. Yeah. You got it all wrong. See, if you're coming in hot like this and you're the heel in wrestling, if you're the oh. heel, you don't have feelings. You don't have feelings. You don't care.
2: Yeah. Oh, I fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not supposed I to feel up? anything. No, so what? You, you're saying I can't be a fucking heel? No, you, you, that was a good promo. You just cut a promo, and that's a good promo. <laughs> because you can be a heel <laughs> but in your heart you're probably a babyface. i'm a baby face i have a really hard time being a heel it makes i'm me such a baby hard. face i felt so bad yelling at you i know isn't it weird I saw, now, yes I, saw I don't like it now I imagine this like, you like these it. people these you like yeah. these people and you have to hit them in the face <laughs> <laughs> like that's something you have to get over in the wrestling world you have to get over the fact that i'm just going to clock this dude but if you do it in the right way where you're not going to hurt them, a lot of the time you hit right here where it's not going to hurt anybody. But
2: everyone's getting hurt. Everyone's getting hurt. i watched this documentary four times now, and no one doesn't get hurt.
0: Yeah. It's insane world. It hurt By the
2: way, we, we all put this together as a little wrestling thing because you cannot kill David Arquette the 28th <laughs> Friday. Buy it. We're going to a dragon now, motherfucker!
1: (laughs) No, my mom wanted to let you know that you're out of your fucks for the rest of the week. Um, Yeah, I know, I know. Thank you, Linda. I use my two and more. This was a special day.
0: Hey, thank you for
1: having me.
2: Oh my yeah. God, are you kidding? Jason, Jason, seriously, are you not going to watch this thing again? And, um, and um, everyone in the house, it's going on all the Apple
1: TVs. Absolutely. Thanks. It's going on all the TVs. I just got one of those Google home centers where I can put everything on the exact same thing at the same time. You're not going to be able to hear anything else. We're going to put it out. I'm not kidding about this. We got an outdoor projector. We just got a little new place and it's got oh, a little yeah, no, series. How fun is that though? We're going to wow, play. We're going to, awesome. we're going to watch it outside. We got our own little drive in outside this The
0: drive in. How great is the drive in experience? It is so much fun. It's like, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) we had the best time kid again yeah totally
2: the best the best i mean we we were sitting go ahead go ahead Davey.
0: no if you've ever like been to a drive-in before and to go back it's just such a magical experience but if you've never been one to before it's even gonna blow your mind even more
1: yeah well that's what's funny is like i I don't think there's a lot of kids these days like they've never been to a drive-in before it's pretty crazy yeah my son hasn't dylan's never been to a drive-in for sure Has, has coco
0: I don't think so. No.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like for me to go. I think it's the first time I went since I saw Das Boot at a drive-in in like Long Island. Wow. Yeah. I, I saw a drive-in with subtitles. Das Boot, shout out. Das Boot. Yeah, <laughs> damn shout right. Shout out to Das Boot. Choose like a good German war film. Let me tell you.
0: <laughs> oh, <no>. Submarine.
2: <laughs> das Boot. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm serious. The gravitas of Das Boot is matched
1: in You Cannot Kill David
2: Arquette. Uh, uh, How many yeah, times did I have to close my eyes?
1: Oh, a lot. So this is what ha- this is what happened, David. <laughs> he's turn. like, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away. But every time he'd like, he'd start nudging me, and he'd like turn around and be like, Oh, some shit's going down because he's like, he's like. <laughs> He'd like oh. forecast it in his face. Ugh,
0: I can't watch it either. No, it's very so riled up. It's a whole PTSD, like for real.
2: And by the way, let's just take a second. The reviews have been unbelievable. Hey, do you guys I mind mean, if I run the trailer behind you guys while we no, talk? No, please run the trailer. I don't so, care if David minds. Run the trailer.
1: All right. Here, let's we're
2: run. And then. by the way, shout out to Christine Arquette who produced the crap She's out of this movie. Real champion. She really is just a hero, and made this happen today again. Like she just makes everything happen constantly. Right, yeah. um, and shout out what to Neon and uh, is it limited yeah. or Ltd? What did we decide?
0: Uh, super limited.
2: Super limited, not super yeah. Ltd. But did we ever find oh, out? Super
0: this? Ltd is what it is. Yeah. Right. It's so Neon <laughs> Super Ltd.
2: Well, look at this. We're watching Anderson versus Arquette.
0: Yeah, well, Anderson. This. Now this is going to be the real controversy. They cut my match with Anderson to make it look like I just dominated
1: <laughs> Oh, I, I had no idea until you said later, like, man. you lost. It looked like you'd not only beat him, you beat him with precision and quickness.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: that's
0: <laughs> going to be, be one of the things that comes back to haunt me.
1: Oh, that's funny. There's a, that seat up there is like, uh, yeah, oh, my goodness, it yeah. It is Fantastic.
0: Yeah, there's Eric Bischoff. He's an amazing guy who was in sort of one of the guys in charge at WCW when I became champion.
2: Yeah. Oh, this, yeah, this is this, the sickest thing. This is. He incredible. says, "Not kidding. This actually happened." He's jumping from a ladder. I mean, what does it say? Ten foot. That's a story. This ladder. It's ten feet.
0: Yeah, it's. A- he
2: jumped from the top of the ladder in the middle of a street in Tijuana with the Lucha Libre doing street wrestling and he jumps off the ladder onto like it's a snooker it's just what was what, your dad's move from the show right
0: yeah jimmy superfly snooker used to go like this and ju- jump off the top rope and i always loved that but oh. I, I do it too i jump off the top rope but i jump to the outside of the ring just to sort of make it crazy
2: i mean you got into the sickest shape though i mean these guys train the hell out of you davy
0: yeah Peter uh, the surprising Avalon.
2: love child Peter, of Sunset Boulevard and The Wrestler. Go.
0: Peter Avalon was my trainer, who's also an incredible wrestler at AEW under the name The Librarian.
2: Mm. <laughs> now, this ring that we just saw, the red uh, ring in your old house, where did this yep. go? Do you still have this?
0: No, that went to um, a Jungle Boy has it now.
2: Ah, oh,
1: you gave that ring to him?
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Especially yeah, if
1: you see the, the movie, fast. you'll know. you understand why it's so deep. And if anybody knows who Jungle Boy is, that's Luke Perry's son.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. He's the best. He's the kid's a movie star.
2: Oh, I agree. He's a complete movie star. We got to do that thing we were talking about. You cannot kill
1: David Arquette. That's what else uh, I learned about you, uh, David. I I heard you have about uh, a million storage units.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) My storage units are growing. (laughs) <laughs> I literally want to figure out a way to do like a celebrity garage sale where <laughs> we can get rid of stuff and give it to charity. But I, don't, I just need the organization of it.
2: Yeah, we had this show we figured we could do with any celebrities. We just garage sale or yard sale, not at their house, but we take all their stuff and then we sell it for charity. And they show up and people buy it from them and they haggle. It's like a whole, it's on Bravo already. We already did it. it sold <laughs> yeah, itself. we did
0: it. It's gone.
2: Yeah. Celebrity garage sale. Celebrity yeah. yard sale. I mean, how is that not a show?
0: Yeah.
2: Be TM. Yeah. TM pending. TM. <laughs> so, okay, wait. So go again because you said this one guy trained you, but it was it, was it just him mostly through the all of it?
0: No, it was a, a few people, but Peter Avalon was my main trainer. And then Tyler Bateman was another guy I trained with one time. I even got Tyler to train Bateman. with Scorpio Sky once, but I, I my my ribs were all busted up. Um I got to train with Johnny Rods, who's a legendary wrestler. He's an amazing guy. He he's the reason I had that big bursa explode. He, <laughs> the bursitis uh, in your elbow. That you're in the
2: hospital things. for?
0: Oh, well, I'd had that the whole time and kept having wow. it get drained and get, kept having it get drained. And then I uh I did that last thing with him and it got infected and uh, I I had to get it removed.
2: How how many times were you in the hospital due to this movie directly?
0: Man, uh, right.
2: He has to count in his head. Just like for three or four, yeah. Three or four. I've been to the hospital three or four times in the last decade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, man. You also get all of these injuries that you just don't go to the hospital for. You know what I mean? I have oh. this one saying that don't worry if you hurt your neck wrestling and your neck's hurting. Don't worry about that because your back's going to hurt so much worse after this. You'll forget all about your neck. And it literally does that from that to your ankle, to your elbow, to everything. Like, it's the most this painful is, thing.
2: Yeah, anyone who thinks this stuff is fake, Jason, I mean, do we not see? And this movie really just pulls the, the curtain back on the, you think this is fake? Even the fake stuff,
1: it ain't fake. Well, just because just you have a storyline doesn't mean any of the things they're doing is fake. I mean, it was incredible. These guys.
0: Yeah, yeah but they, the, the thing I was just talking about to uh, my friend was, the thing you learn about wrestling that is so important is that it's all about real moments. It's all about like even it's this larger than life thing. It's these real moments that you can just capture, like when really good heels do what they do really well, and they really play a, a good guy versus bad guy thing, and the heel getting really mad and and embarrassed. And like humiliated. And then it's Rowdy ride Piper was the best at it. Mm, he would best. just like, it would be all in this part of his face in this huge like, arena. So and rad. everybody would be yeah. in on it.
2: Yeah.
1: Everybody. Well, Rowdy really set I, the tone. Yeah. What right. I really, what I also really noticed and I should have realized it's just one of those thing, dumb things that you don't think of when you're watching it. Just how important the partnership of the two people in that ring together are. you you can't be a great on one side without the support of the other person. You have to trust the, you have to trust each other so much. Just when you guys were working on those, uh, I forget the name of the move, The but routine with RJ city. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But just, but you, when you're working together and you're working on the flips and all the different pieces and you have to, fit, you remember like, you're that? Throwing, like, like you're throwing them and they're moving in a different direction and how you guys are doing that together. It's, it's such a, it's such, a, it's so critical to, they, both of you guys are on the same page and so focused together. It's not a singular thing out there. You guys are a, a team. You know, you might be fighting each other, but you guys are a team making sure that thing looks beautiful. See, that For was the sure. proper
2: use of air quotes almost, but they actually are fighting.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that being said, though, you know, Davey, you, you, you discussed with me a little bit about, I mean, this whole thing just. Okay, so you have this fakeness that's happening, and you know, and I don't even like to say fakeness, but you have this. Uh, yeah, don't you know, say that
0: because it's. I don't really like to say like, it's, like, it's not
2: true. People are getting stitches it, in the hospital. There's no yeah. fake about this. Nothing. What I mean is that even though the win, let's say, is predetermined by you yeah. guys, let's just call it that. Right, the win is predetermined based on a storyline that's being pushed. The, the things that you had to do, if you go off book or off step and you had a routine that was akin to like a chorus line routine like a number one dance of routine. 19 moves all dangerous well you go off script and what happens I think we see what happens with with Nick Gage right
0: yeah sort of I definitely didn't stick to the plan and I caused like one of the worst injuries I got but you know it happened it it is there's all this gray area all this weird stuff
2: it really was a but it was a, how do you remember? Like, because it's so important. How do you stay? Because like, you did it perfectly with RJ. How, how do you remember? There were nineteen yeah, twenty. 20 One moves. of the
0: hardest parts of, of all of wrestling is remembering everything at every moment and being on time and there and solid, and, you know.
2: That's all in the training?
0: Yeah, that's all in the training. I need to usually go over matches a lot more than more experienced wrestlers. But if people right. can talk me through it, it helps to put it in my brain just because dyslexia also works this way. Like in Mexico, the, you go the opposite side. So sometimes well, I got confused with left and right and,
1: this
2: this guy
0: this guy
2: this guy he just, just can't get it yeah you can't lose if you do this you're like the scarecrow that's a, you know i can't do that you're in the middle so it works but i'm serious david like just for example and i'm bringing this up uh, harping on it a little because i this is the third time i think or fourth time i saw it at the drive in right and this time I really noticed the intercutting that the directors did with the RJ City match where it's almost that like middle of act two moment and you're starting to really kind of come into your own a bit and it's this wonderful match, but they're talking, they're intercutting your talk, right, with the actual match. Now there were maybe, am I wrong in saying maybe 20 moves?
0: Uh, yeah, no, there's probably about 20 moves, yeah.
2: And, and and you had to remember all of those in order to make this match work. In the There's room.
0: also way more in the actual match. There was this whole thing where he gets a chair and then he throws it on me and then pretends like he's knocked out. So if the ref sees, I'll get disqualified. But then I pick up the chair and I throw it at him. And then he throws it back to me. I throw it at him. He throws it back to me. We get up and we're all like playing tug of war with it. And then the breath comes up and takes it away, and he pokes me in the eyes. (laughs) So it's full-on like vaudeville in a way. That's when me and and RJ wrestle, it's kind of like Laurel and Hardy. He puts me down. He says, you are the most talentless person I have ever met (laughs) with all seriousness in his face, so much so that every time I have to like – just, I just want to slap him across the face. <laughs> <laughs> what would he
2: do? Well, what would he do? <laughs> Let's get him on. Where's he's RJ? A prop, he's
0: a proper heel, so he'd probably cower. Or is like, that what
2: a proper heel would do?
0: Is cower? For a second, before they'd do something, you know, kick you in the nuts or something.
2: <laughs> right, they're surprised that you stood up to the bully. Is the, They're is supposed?
0: The they're supposed to represent everything that's you know you know, greedy and, 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 and um, scared and, and pitiful and That's despicable. And, you know, they're just all of the, he's a cheater and a thief and a, you know, they're all of the bad things, yeah. you know, and then the good, and it's supposed to kind of teach you <laughs> like to <laughs> recognize who's that. <bad. laughs> I mean, don't want to get into politics, but Trump behaves like a proper heel. And it's almost like people love him for being a heel. They love that he's a heel.
2: He's and like he was one on the of the great
0: heels. Yeah, <laughs> he he's watched. in the movie. Yeah,
2: he is. <laughs> he's in the movie. This is what circa ninety? No, not ninety. Two thousand. Late. Yeah. <laughs> early two
0: thousands. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: early two thousands from when you first took the belt. When everybody. Oh no! Know, when he did that, that was probably even maybe a little
0: earlier. Yeah, and he was WWE. Then 2000. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Um, yeah, it reminds me because like back when you were doing this and WCW stuff, we were watching a lot. Um, me and my friends. I had a bunch. I lived with a bunch of hippies back then, David and uh. Nice. One of them was one of them went to jail for something I don't know something hippie back and and he got out and he was but he brought the wrestling Sweet. into our house right so there's all these guys doing acid, it's like a weird not man man doing acid smoking weed watching. <laughs> wrestling every monday night and so we'd watch you but the the, yeah back then that the chris jericho to me represented that perfect heel back then the lion yeah
0: chris jericho's a really great wrestler and heel
1: yeah, and he would he would he'd be call he'd call himself Lionhearted and he'd go out there and he'd brag about how great he was, but then the minute somebody'd come in to try and fight him, he'd like cower in the back or grab a chair from yeah. underneath. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's the best. He's really doing great. He's at AEW now and he's yep. le, le champion. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the bubbly. It's so good. But the greatest heel right now working, RJ's really good, but the greatest is MJF. This MJF. guy. So MJF. yeah, wrestling's having a moment, like a big moment right now with AEW. And it's hard without fans because we see now how important fans are. Fans make the whole experience. The whole so it's like, especially in wrestling. So it's like it's that just not the same. But um but
2: it'll be back. But uh right, but AEW, you're saying they're having a moment right now.
0: Yeah, AEW and WWE it's just wrestling's kind of hot right now and um well, AEW watched- has MJF who's the best heel like you just see him he's at the end of the movie he says shut up because I was at a match that he was at and he was a CZW champion and he came in he was all champion and then I yelled <laughs> at him Anyone
2: can be a champion. You just love provoking people, don't you? You're hysterical. I love you. Um, Now I had a question. Oh, I actually wanted to ask you something serious. Dylan's mom, Drew, brought up a point to me after I was talking about the documentary Ad nauseum, And she said, let me ask you this. And I, I have no basis in this other than what I see. Does it seem over the last few decades, and this does fall in line with your movie, that for some reason, wrestling seems to make Hollywood the bad guy. They're gross, they're sleazy, there's never anyone good from Hollywood in wrestling.
0: Well, that's just sort of like in tune with kind of... The world? Between, yeah, New York and L.A., what, you know, people kind of think, sort of, you know what I mean? That stereotype, if you would, you know...
2: Right, but I wonder when they gave you, you know, when you did this thing as a promotion for Ready to Rumble, you yeah, know, that decision, if that was even more of the reason, like, oh, and you're from fucking Hollywood. There, yes, Sarisland of
0: course Denver. it was. It was the whole thing.
1: right? Yeah, It was
0: the, Hulk, the whole, like, that's why it was when, the, so ridiculous. When Hulk and Hogan that's went, also why I had to come back and say, yeah, I'm from Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> the streets of Hollywood. <laughs> we're crazy in the video. Because so, yeah, I learned the you don't have to just from the be strong and no, not real streets, but not no, but strong you- and mus- muscular. You can also be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you can be crazy <laughs> and tough, and I can do that.
2: Yeah, you can. I've seen it. And, and by the way, this movie, uh, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, it shows it uh, right up front, man. Like, you may not, you know, you're pretty big, man. I mean, the shape you got into, I'm still kind of, I still talk to Jason about it. It's like, you could go to, do a superhero movie tomorrow with that kind of thing. To know that you can do that. Oh, by the way, anyone who's thinking about watching this, he went into doing this with a heart condition. That's something maybe anyone wants to know. That was part of his decision-making process. As his friend, I can't say I'm happy. As, as someone who's watching the movie, it makes great drama. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely.
1: Jason, what are you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, um, when you guys so were talking go about Hulk the Hollywood Hogan. stuff, like when, when the Hulk Hogan, they decided to make Hulk Hogan a heel, the way they changed him from being Hulk Hogan was they called him Hollywood Hulk Hogan. That was his heel turn, was actually right. making him Hollywood Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah.
1: I have to fix credit. I said Drew came up with this, but it was
2: actually Jason who came up yeah. with this on the ride home from your from your movie. He had a whole like right
1: philosophical discussion about well, who, Hollywood and wrestling.
0: Well, right, it, absolutely.
1: Well, yeah, because there's there's definitely that. something in there that talks about, you know, because we start, you know, I think about it like we we had uh, uh, the Iron Sheik and we had, um you know, we had Sergeant Slaughter and we had a bunch of this kind of the wrestling stuff. It's like very much and it's also a very Midwestern thing. So there's a lot like I wonder sometimes if sometimes we've picked up some of these values that have connected us to even today's kind of modern separations because of this, you know the 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 uh, kind of the wrestling wrestling morality we're taught what's good and what's bad based on like very specific archetypes yeah very much absolutely.
0: so. absolutely you do way, look around did... at wrestling shows and you're like it's no surprise that Trump got elected you know what I mean it's like but they're all, all kinds of wrestling fans and they're the greatest fans in the world oh, yeah but it's just when you get outside of LA and New York it's it, it is very different to, to travel the US and just kinda
2: see so what's out there. Yeah. Listen, it's it's the whole thing to me is I'm just glad it's over, to be quite honest with you. As, as you know, someone who loves you, I'm very glad this thing is over. Um and I hope you never do this again. <laughs> you're gonna I do know. it again though, aren't you?
0: I don't know. I mean, I just don't see, know. My, ne- you know. <laughs> my neck still hurts.
2: We'll, but we'll I you start wrestling tag, again, you'll forget tag all about
0: team. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my uh I love wrestling with RJ, t- tag teaming with RJ, or just maybe I'll be a manager or something. I do I want, like. yeah, I do want to do like something with RJ and a talk show. I owe him a talk show or some kind of talk show.
2: I love that. And by the way, can we have a moment and talk about how RJ doesn't have a contract right now and should have one immediately? I know like, how is no one signing this guy? This it's guy's going to be signed in a minute after this thing drops. Especially,
0: yeah, I, I think so too. I think so yeah, too.
2: Where's he going to go? AE, AEW or WCW?
0: AEW is a great one, or it's WWE, WCW it ended you. ended right after my reign. <laughs> i I've buried it Oops. in the ground. Yeah,
2: sorry. <laughs> Actually, you know, Mister Bishop really takes credit for yeah. it.
0: Yeah, sorry, I'm from Hollywood. <laughs>
2: Oh my god! And you're having a? Uh, are you having a Twitter watch party on the 28th uh, for the movie when it drops yeah. with your sister? Which yeah, sister?
0: Yeah, Patricia thought of it. Patricia, yeah.
2: Oh, I love that. Yeah, coming up with the ideas to promote. I know. Very nice. Sweet.
0: My family's been really supportive. They're all in the movie. It's very kind of them.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, everybody loves you, buddy. This is a this is a thing. So, you know, and now if you don't know, you're gonna know after Friday. You, what's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot kill David Arquette right.
0: this don't Friday. Know. Now you know. If
2: you don't know, now you know. You cannot kill David Arquette.
0: You can't kill these guys either. Nope. You, can't you can't kill these anywhere. guys. Oh, I love you guys. Thank I you. Too. I love
2: you, David. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you so much. You this guys. was so much fun. I'll see you later. see See you brother bye bye oh how cool Uh, was that i mean come Um, on on. i wish i held it
1: longer i can't yell at david and i I felt so bad yelling at you because i'm not a yeller i know i i felt bad being yelled at i was like i don't he sounds so mad um wasn't i wasn't it weird sorry go ahead it was super weird before we get any further i just want to do one more just because i love it and i want to make sure we promote it one with the audio i want to play this trailer yeah let's do it good idea jason Oops. Backlog. The backlog. 10,000 fans in attendance as Ken Anderson takes on David Arquette.
2: David Arquette is the wrestler sucks. I don't give a shit about David Arquette. It's the biggest disgrace in professional wrestling history. If David Arquette- an untrained Hollywood actor wins most prestigious championship. His
0: involvement in wrestling really hurt his career. Ten years of rejection, that's crazy. I want to clear my name and through the process, honor
2: wrestling. This ain't the movies. We don't have stunt
1: doubles. I can't even watch that anymore.
0: I'd like to announce my return to professional wrestling. Do I wrestle again? What are your thoughts?
2: yeah. <laughs> Charlie, so why do you want to get back in the ring? It's been 18 years
0: of people thinking I disrespected wrestling. I'm just kind of sick of being a joke. There's a lot going on. What's David? His anxiety is crippling. Two years ago, it's a heart attack. A year
2: later, it's a death match. So what does that mean for next year?
0: If the ribs actually break,
1: they can actually bleed into your lung.
0: Wrestling's not fake, guys. Wrestling's
2: not fake. That thing on his face, man. Oh, oh. Surprising love child of Sunset Boulevard and the wrestler, Indy One. Actor.
0: Yeah,
2: Father. Loser. No. Genius. <laughs> Wrestling. I get chills still watching it.
0: One last time, I have to really prove myself.
2: You cannot kill David Arcad. I mean, look at this fucking thing. This thing is going to be a year. Monster hit. Oh, it's getting brush. What are you going to do when you go to
0: your movie and you show up like
2: that? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the next shot is him in the shower. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Taking uh,
1: off all the air tan brush oh, stuff. Oh, my goodness. What a great... I mean, those, those trailers are sick, right? <laughs> oh, the trailer's amazing. I mean, dude... One thing, I'm, you know, I want to say about this is like, it's legit. Like if you feel it, the audio's great. You know, if you get to see this in the theater, even see it at home, whatever, turn the, turn the mute, turn, turn the up. new ways up, turn it up, hear that crunch. Like it, you'll feel it. You'll feel this in your bones when he hits, yeah, did a great you know,
2: job with the mix and
1: everything. Yeah. When they, when they're backyard wrestling, there's some scenes where they're backyard oh. wrestling, like legit backyard in the middle Can't of nowhere. Like you wouldn't go there. You wouldn't go there for a movie or not. But F Virginia. <laughs> yeah. That f Virginia not on a map. Um, and uh, and they, he they basically break him through the stage, um, and you can hear it when that that stage breaks when he we when he's getting thrown around. It is incredible.
2: Yeah, it's incredible. But for me, that's another one very very hard for me to very watch. very
1: hard to watch. Um, two things about it: one, we didn't get to mention he's also in Spree, which uh, is a great movie in its own right. You guys should check that out. And two, yep. I don't understand why he doesn't go by DOA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like I think that. it's all it's all in the name. Well, you know, you got the David Arquette. You just got to figure out what the O means in the middle. Come on. Let's go.
2: By the way, D O A. David yeah. D O A Arquette. He's yeah. D O A. Yeah. yeah, I mean. By the way, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I feel, but by the way, don't give him any other fucking reason. Oh, all excuse right, me, Linda. Don't give him any reason to start mm-hmm. wrestling again. The I, Magic I, Man. Like, yeah. I, uh, do you remember? Oh God. Do you remember? I do. And, uh, what We're talking about
1: it like you all saw it. <laughs> Shake and bake. Right. What? What was that movie? Uh, Talladega Nights, When he changes. Oh yes. Thing? From, from whatever his name is to the magic man. That's kind of <laughs> David's. I'm the magic man. The magic man. But he comes up with the trick. He's yeah, got he the trick with it's the awesome. stuff
2: and you see, I mean, yeah, this is the thing. and it's Here's the thing about everything. Everything you're hearing us saying, the reason this movie is so great is because it's 100% heart. Mm-hmm. There's no bullshit in this movie. There's not one lie. There's nothing. There's nothing
1: edited to make anyone look better. <laughs> For sure. Nope. No, it is not. And it's definitely, you know, and it's hard, you know, you think about it. And if anybody watched wrestling back then or watches wrestling at all, you know that back then this was considered one of those things that killed a certain part of wrestling, like him joining and having this thing happen, didn't necessarily kill WCW. There's a lot of problems that happened and there's a lot of money yeah. and Turner really did a lot of that stuff. But from the, from a fan point of view, it's what kind of delegitimized the WCW in a way as part You're of, right there, part of buddy? That story. um, what's going on? I, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm on my bike. I'm on my bike. Oh, it's the pedal thing. That's a real thing. You're really pedaling. Yeah, look, you can tell because you know my, my head can't stop moving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it makes you, it makes you burp. Oh, uh, just it just got me a little bit right yeah, there. Yeah, no, the movement. Hop. Yeah, the up and
1: down. It's messing with your digestive tract. All right, go on. Play a little bubble. Um, but you know, it, it was definitely <laughs> something that made all this stuff go. So there is, there is a lot of hard feelings in the community about this, and David didn't shy away from any of that.
2: No, I think it was the it was the you know uh, inciting incident. Really, it's the it's the catalyst for what he did, and I think he really did uh, save his name, as well as Absolutely. you know um, make make a mark. And I don't think anybody's looking at it now like he's you know this is bullshit. And you know he 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 did it.
1: He's legit. You know, yeah, but nothing again, else you, to prove. You have a lot of fans out there, and you have a lot of people that that are you know you know smarts is what they're called. You know these people that know. Correct use of air quote you know that that know what's going on in wrestling. That kind of have that feeling like this was a, you know, this wasn't a swerve. This was real stuff, and really kind of got in there and wrecked stuff back then. And you know, yeah. so there's there is a certain amount of he he earned his way back by showing people like I'm not going to just fake it and do a couple little things. I'm going to get in there and really learn to do this stuff that I've always wanted to learn. And it it's incredibly. Uh, motivating and it's uh, it's inspiring and it's scary and it's and poignant. Know, it's, it's sad and it's dangerous and it's. Um. Oh, that's the one. Dangerous. Like if you or I started to we were talking about that. If we started
2: to do that he did in that, that last year that he did it in. You know, not this past with the you know one before he was eighteen. Um, he was nineteen. He, I just block it out. If we decided even just to do all right, I'm going to train to wrestle. Not going to wrestle, but I'm going to train to be a wrestler. I think we'd already die. Yeah, I don't oh, think no. I could put my body, and I'm pretty in shape, yeah. I don't think I could put my body through that yeah. kind of
1: torture. A couple days into that, you'd be like, oh, can't move, sorry. It's d- I'm vomiting. Yeah, oh, yeah, vomiting. Uh, I'd lose nutrients. I'd have
2: to be in the hospital on a saline drip. Mm-hmm. This face is way too pretty.
1: Way <laughs> yeah, I mean, too pretty.
2: That's what yeah. I was thinking about you. And by the way, you know, I asked a simple question. I don't know what interviews I asked this to Davey or not, but how many times did this movie put you in the hospital?
1: Mm-hmm. Three, four, four. Uh, yeah, I had to count them. Yeah. Four. four yeah it's four you know yeah I mean I, I want to bring this up and I, we didn't get to do it because I know there was a lot of going on there um, but uh uh you know this this is something that David did for Nancy um, thirty years ago talked to him when, yeah, when she was sick and a friend lo- wrote a letter and, and really helped her out you know that's the kind of guy David is and that, that's the kind of stuff that probably embarrasses him a little because he's just such a nice guy and and would do anything for anybody But, but wait,
2: let me read what she wrote here she wrote Nancy wrote i didn't tell you last time you were on but 30 plus years ago, David, you called me and talked to me when I was sick after a friend wrote you about me. You changed my entire life. Thank you. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. You know, and by the way, David does this on the reg, on the daily, and, and you know, he has fans that are texting him that he has relationships with. They're his friends now. This is no, you know, this is the most authentic person. Okay, am I missing stuff? What oh, is no, elbow no, so bump? <laughs>
1: elbow bump, I think he's just talking about wrestling oh, a little wash
2: bit. hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like it. All right, All right. All right. Okay, so... We're going to end now talking about this because we can you know, keep talking about it, but yep. You Cannot Kill, David Arquette, Friday the 28th. We'll remind you, trust me, but Friday the 28th. And we have no stake in this. Nope, We're going to play with your hosts, David and with Jason. David,
1: David and Jason, we got it made special.
2: <laughs> I mean, that was so awesome. Thank you, Church. <laughs> Thank you, Church. Thank you, Church, for doing that. Everyone at Starburns, i got to say, out of all the places I've worked in my life, this place is really like a family. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's great. And the support that you get across the board from everybody, from talent, from, you know, the executives, the producers, it, it's just top shelf, dude.
1: Thanks, man. I
2: appreciate yeah. that. No, listen, I appreciate it. So, so not, Can't Kill know, David Arquette, 28th.
1: Can't. Speaking it. of can't killing, it's time for some Manson. You want to talk a little Manson? Yeah, let's talk a little Manson. So, you watched, you watched the new so. app. So I watched the new apps. So we, we can talk about two because we're actually one behind. We got through only one portion of it. So we actually have two pieces to talk right. about today. Okay, so, great. So when did you pick up where we left off? So where last we left off is right during the Tate killing. So we left off right when um, they went in and they killed the, the Tate murders. Right. And they showed right. photos, man. And they had still photos of all those. And that. that to me is that's one of those places I got to look away. That is not. Uh, oh, yeah.
2: And, and, and the photos were, I mean, this is the thing about this doc, excuse me, <clears throat> which is this, I'm seeing things, these pictures, this footage, these, these, these photos in episode five of, of Poyansky in the house, uh-huh. sitting on the floor next to the couch where his wife was. I mean, these are things I, they are beyond Horrific. And oh, it's, it's, I've never seen it before. I thought I've seen everything. Right. This documentary is opening up all
1: kinds of new footage. Oh, it was beyond it. You you just see everybody. You see Sharon there, pregnant and lying, and it is it is it is depressing and sad. And then you have uh yeah you have uh, Plansky or however you're supposed to say it. Poyansky. And he's blaming everybody, right? He thinks Bruce Lee did it because that's the only person in Hollywood who with the power to kill that many people. He's so yeah. crazy for this thing that uh. He thinks that that's the only way that this could have happened was somebody like Bruce Lee fucking broke into the house and fucking murdered everybody. That's the insanity of it and the craziness and just the randomness of it all.
2: Wouldn't you think the same thing if you're away shooting a movie in Europe, right? Your wife's killed and four other people, whatever, you come back, you're not a suspect, Right. right? And then they can't find anyone, so all they're doing is victim blaming, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Right? So the first thing they do is like, well, they're in <clears throat> drugs. They're worshiping so Satan. Disgusting. They're doing whatever. They, they basically accuse them of doing this to themselves in a weird sort of way.
2: Yeah. Yes. They brought it on themselves because, because Polyansky made Rosemary's baby. The devil smote him. Right. right. Yeah. That, that, that's basically what they were not implying, flat out saying. Saying. It was the most disgusting thing. I mean, I, I was one years old at the time, but it was the most. No, actually, I was barely one. I hadn't had my birthday yet. I was still disgusted as a baby for this. No, it really is like the fact that, listen, journalism has not gotten better. It's gotten worse.
1: But now you can see where we started from. These people are assholes. Oh, yeah. These guys were awful. And I mean, you can see it. You you, you look at these people and then so they're not looking in the right place. They're not even looking in the right direction. Then the LaBiancas okay. get murdered. Yep. Right. OK, so that's let's just stop for a second because. Right there is something that's just
2: worth watching this documentary for. I can't speak for you guys, but I know for me, I thought I knew all about, you know, everything. First of all, I would just hear in my brain, Tate LaBianca murder. So I just figured the LaBianca, it was like either that was her second name. You know what I mean? Like she was Sharon Tate LaBianca. Right. Really, I'm admitting this openly. And then to find out that this poor grocery owner and his new wife were killed just randomly because they lived next door to Terry Milcher. Hmm.
1: And why didn't he go to the house that Terry owned? Why did he go next door to scare Terry, like creepy crawly? I think it's one of those things where they're just like doing something crazy to get, um, you know, just trying to throw everybody off, man. Like you can't, you can't figure us out. One of those kind of things, like right, the, the swerve, the bullshit swerve kind of thing.
2: It was so horrific. These poor and he looked like the nicest man. His kids loved him. They were, you know, I mean, like he set up this new home. Family was everything. And, and this guy was just sitting in his house, man, just minding his own business. The let's talk for a second though about the press conference that Roman Piansky. I'm okay. just going to keep saying Pyansky, Pyansky, Uh Through or held? Not through. It wasn't a party. Um,
1: that was. Uh, I, tears were in my eyes when I was. I never seen that, did you? No, I've never seen that before either. And it, it really just brought it all home. Yeah. I, I didn't know he did that.
2: I mean, I don't know if anybody, uh, I mean, you know, if this is it doesn't seem commonplace to me. No. No, I mean, uh, that, You know, I'm saying it's not out there, like in, in like, well, the footage and also, you see, but it's also you one of those things, like,
1: how often do you see this? Like, there's not been a, you know, as far as like a profile, high profile murder of a celebrity in that kind of fashion in a long time. Right. Like there has been mm-hmm. stuff, but like, you know, it's such an unprecedented thing. How else do you go about it? Like you've got the hot, one of the hottest movie stars up and coming and one of the hottest directors at the time. Um, and this is all coming out. Like you don't see stuff like this enough to understand even how to react to it. Like you got to put out something.
2: I, I mean, it, it's so beyond devastating. And then when he gets up there, but what I did love, I mean, listen, There's so many issues with this guy that we're not going to get into. We're talking about the guy in 1968 who Mm -hmm. just is suffering the loss of his wife Mm -hmm. and his son or baby. I don't know if it was a son or a daughter. Um, And... Aside from going into, uh, this is self-admitten, that he, uh, self admittingly was going and sneaking in all his friends' homes. This is 1968, and he's CSIing people's brake pedals. He yep. got chemicals. He yep. went out and got the chemicals to swab the brake pedals in cars, mm-hmm. seats, to see if there's any blood residue that he could right. test against, because he was positive someone he knew had
1: right. to do this. Well, because it doesn't make any sense, right? And so, yeah, and it, right. just, just for the record, it's 1969. It's August 1969. So, oh,
2: so I'm a year old. <laughs>
1: um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, so this is all going on where he's actually feeling like he, there's nobody that can figure this out and there really isn't. And one of the reasons, and we've talked about this is yes. there's no way to connect these three things. They, they, so they know these murders kind of look alike. They can't, they, they haven't been able to connect this to the, um, Hinman murder, which is the one with the drug guy In where Topanga, they were pick on the one. right. Yeah. The Topanga one. So mm-hmm. they're not, because those are in different uh, jurisdictions, they don't really line them up. So the police really don't see these as three connected murders. Oh, but wait,
2: all... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but they said that there was a cop at Topanga about the Hinman murder. Was it Hinman? Yeah, Yeah, the Hinman murder that called LAPD and said, Th- they, I think there's a similarity and they're like, kick rocks, bitch. Yeah,
1: exactly. We don't want any part of that homicide. We don't want any part of that homicide. They basically think this LAPD a copycat murder the la bianca and all this stuff is copycat and the hinman thing doesn't even relate so they're completely they're completely lost right so this yeah so but not one lead not one not lead. one lead not one lead and so basically the, the 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 family goes back out into the desert they go back they go deeper outside of the you know out into the desert at this point they've been raided once but not for this like <sighs> Yeah, but you that's remember. the
2: thing. I was just going to bring that up, because how many times are you going to arrest this guy yeah. for something different? You have this
1: guy in custody like twice while you're searching for the murderers. Right. Nothing. So they've, they've arrested him. They've let everybody go. On different And charges. nothing to do with this. This is all at the ranch, and they, got, they, they get arrested at the ranch. They get sent back. So they all go out into the desert to find the bottomless pit, right? They go out to find the bottomless okay, you, pit. You should explain what the bottomless pit is. So, well... As the best I can explain it is this is part of his helter-skelter plan that there's this bottomless pit where, you know, where everybody's going to, you know, basically where it's going to kind of start this uh, apocalyptic fight between uh, black people and white people and basically end the world. Right. This is part of this whole thing. But Um, everyone in the bottomless pit will be saved. Everybody on the bottomless pit will be saved. When and we uh, and by the way, I've looked up what a helter skelter is. I'll, I'll bring up a picture in a minute. It's just a slide. It's just yeah. a circular slide. Yeah. Helter at, skelter uh, doesn't
2: come park. down. You no. go down. Helter skelter.
1: Yeah. Helter yeah. skelter's
2: not coming down unless they're pulling the slide off of the circular thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Morons. It's just, it's just morons. Okay. Um, okay. Go on. And so um, it is though. So they're all in the desert. Um and and things are going a little bit nuts for them. Like they're not being caught, but but obviously now you've got. You got the 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 Satans, the, the straight Satans kind of living at the ranch. You've got everybody kind of moving out into the desert, living out there that you can tell there's brutal stuff going on, and now all of a sudden, you know, and they know people are starting to brag. So the, the people, the women that committed this murder are starting to brag to the rest of the family. So six mm-hmm. people are a part of this murder. Fifty people are in this family, right? So there's fifty people out in the desert, and six of them are starting to brag. So some of the people who didn't realize that, like shit's really going down. They thought it was weird, but obviously once the murder starts happening, so people are trying to escape.
2: I'm going to, I'm so glad you just brought that up because as I'm listening to these surviving family members who are not in jail, these women and uh, most of the men were in jail or they're not talking.
1: Yeah. Well, and I feel, I mean, and and I, I can only do this based on what we've seen, but it feels like of those 50, like, 37 of them were women, you know, it very much feels like maybe 47.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a harem, which is all cults. All cults are guys who can't get laid or like, Hey, I figured out how to get laid. You know, like, and none of you can have any of them and take your girl and take your girl. You're all weak, you know? So by the way, ugh. okay, but I'm glad you brought this up because I say you're all weak, but here's the thing that you just said. There's 50 family members. You're listening to some of these people talk, right? And all they're doing are First of all, I don't believe for a second that they didn't know what happened. Yeah. I don't believe for one second that they didn't know what happened. Now, do I believe that maybe some of them were scared for their lives if they left? Yes, for sure. You know, and they're 16, 15 year old kids. You know, but all I hear are excuses. From every single person who's talking. They're not saying this is so horrible. I regret every moment that I was involved with these people, that I was even a part of this. Now, I didn't hear one ex-family member say that. They've said, like, oh, that was a
1: horrible thing they did. But it was right. all about how it affects them. Did you right. notice this? Oh, yeah. I mean, and to a point, there's, there's something to be said about these people also. You know, that one girl um, who's not a girl anymore. She's a woman that speaks a lot. Um, oh, And yeah. then you see her picture and you realize she's 16, 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's like, Oh, I want my mommy. I'm sixteen. Yeah, well, but you know, and but you know, also like there's two things to always remember about these people. One, they're on a lot of drugs. They're doing a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of acid It's like Sadie's dad said. Yeah. And at the same you know, you, you put that up against a 15, fifteen, sixty year old person. You know, there's probably a lot of stuff. They're not hundred percent sure what was real and what wasn't at this point. I believe that's that that's true. I believe that. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point, Jason. But here's the thing. Okay, so let's say, let's go with that. Let's say that is true, right? So what is this? I'm I'm just, I'm letting, I'm giving, I'm letting, uh, uh, William here (laughs) has been very, very uh, nice. So I'm letting him do a little, uh, I'm letting him at his, his buddy real quick while we're talking. No worries. Just keep going.
2: No, no, no. I love it. So, so, um, Let's say everything you just said is true. Let's let's take that as fact, even just for the point of this discussion. So everything you just said is true, but now it's sixty years later, or yeah, sixty years, fifty years later. I can math. It's fifty years later, and you're still sitting here, and you're not apologetic. Yep. You're not yep. remorseful. You're you're in a TV interview for a documentary that, again, Elizabeth Chilcott did a wonderful job on this, uh, but. You're sitting here on this TV, on this interview for a documentary talking about this and that and Charlie and the songs. and But not once do I hear, I'm so sorry. No, I can't
1: believe it. No, I regret everything. It's interesting, too, because you wonder, you know, how much you have to, dis- you know, I, I think about that in a lot, um, a lot of things with this, like, you, ha- you know, in a weird sort of way, in order to live with it, you have to kind of deny that you're a part of it. And so that part mm-hmm. of that's not apologizing because you have to stay so far away from it. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, Yeah. you're right. They aren't sitting there going, this is, this is awful.
2: Not one, not one. I mean, listen, the morons are in jail. The Bobby Boussales and the Tex, you know, idiots, you know, these guys, I don't expect anything from, I mean, he's blaming Charlie for killing the guy. uh, uh, Why do I want to say Zinman? What's it? Hinman. Hinman. Yeah. I mean, he literally says, Charlie came in, slashed him across the face. I sat there with him for two days. He refused to not go to the hospital. So then I stabbed him to death. Charlie hadn't done that. I would never have killed him. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. You had
1: two days to walk out of the house, pal. Right. Two right. days. You know, and you know, it, all this stuff is crazy. I mean, so you know, when you start thinking about this, so they're out in the desert at this point. Right. Um, and uh, and if you you know you think about this, like two two girls escaped. They went and tried to find them, but they escaped. They didn't do, you know, it doesn't feel like anything got anywhere. They didn't necessarily. Bill the beans on anybody? No, they, they just escaped.
2: Got, got picked up by a sheriff and didn't say shit.
1: They didn't say shit. So you got these two people again. This is where you start talking about like they do, There, there yes. is a lot of shit going on. Now, once you got that, you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, you you have these guys caught because they lit tires on fire. You did, they, they got caught for burning tires and burning junk out in the middle of the desert. Like they got. They did it for a reason, right? Why'd they do it? They were just trying to get rid of some stuff. I think it. It wasn't a big deal. Like it was maybe it was for heat. It was for signaling the apocalypse. It wasn't a good reason, but they did do it, (laughs) right? right? And you know, you see those. um, You see those articles. It's like hippies caught burning trash, right? It wasn't Manson family caught because they're murderers. It was hippies burning shit.
2: Oh, (laughs) before I forget, that that lieutenant that did the press conference. Yeah. Oh. up in uh, Death Valley yeah. what did he say he goes I believe that um, sugar and uh, carbohydrates are much more uh, an enemy than marijuana will ever well, be Well, and
1: you know what he's right he's and not I'm wrong <laughs> that was the smartest thing he ever said he smartest would be, have been ever said. he would have been a much better surgeon general than our currents <laughs> uh I could not agree more. But really,
2: like I was sitting there
1: going, "Wow,
2: 1969."
1: This this Somebody guy's right. That that guy was ahead of the curve by a long shot. Like he's like, "All that corn syrup, bad for you. <laughs> These hippies, I don't trust them. That Mar- that, that Marilyn Manson, whatever her name is, he he didn't do nothing. I just a he's just a boy. But sugar, now that the devil. <laughs> yeah. By the way,
2: don't let this guy solve a murder. But you're right. Put him at the Surgeon General's office. We have a different we have a different next 50 years. Okay. So he says that. By the way, he's not. Wrong wrong, but he didn't think this guy did
1: anything. He didn't think any of them did anything. No, he didn't think any of them did anything. Cause it's just a bunch of random dirty people with no shoes on fucking in the desert. Right. And, and so he really doesn't know. And so it's not, that does not catch him there. There are connections and there are some stuff where some people are trying to like kind of connect it. The straight Satan's kind of told on him, they don't talk about that all in there, but it isn't until, um, uh, what's her name starts bragging about it in jail mm. that they actually yes. get caught. Well, okay. So let's 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 hone in on that for for a second. So Sadie,
2: you know the uh, you know the, the good looking ugly one, yep. Yep. right? And I mean her eyes are just scary as hell. Yep. Whew. But Okay. She has gotten away with this. She's a as big a part of this. She cut the baby. She cut the stomach. She still talks about Susan take, Atkins, begging for her life.
1: Not Sadie. Susan.
2: Oh right. It was Susan Atkins. Yep. Right. Okay. Sadie. Yep. That's Sadie. Yep. Okay. Sorry, so she is a big part of this. She, but meanwhile, none of them are getting closer to getting really caught. It's no. only because she's so narcissistic. Now, what are the odds? Wait, wait. Let's talk about this for a second. And how did? Have you ever heard this before? She brags to her cellmate, or the one who was down the bunk from her. It wasn't a cellmate because right. it was a dormitory style, right? But they say cellmate because it's just easier. Yeah. Um, not true though. No. Journalism. All right, so. They say that she bragged to her cellmate. Now, what are the odds that the cellmate that you happened to choose to brag to was going
1: to rent that house? That's what she said. Right, remember right. that? She, the, 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 the person who was listening, whoever the cellmate was, had actually rented the house of the Biancas, which meant she, she was going money. to was going to which meant right. she had money a lot of money whatever she was in jail for was something like that you wouldn't typically wasn't a wasn't a white crime right this is a right. white person that was rich that got put yes. in jail for something small or mm-hmm. whatever because there's no other way that this person's in jail it's very rare that this person would be in jail in the first place but actually right. knew that that uh, Susan Atkins was not lying because she recognized the beams wouldn't understood the beam structure in the, the house yeah she asked her to describe the house yep
2: and once she's described, like you said, the beam structure, boom. And then she's like, okay. And finally, someone with a conscience. I mean, how many people had to get told this story before
1: they get to these animals? Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, you, you know, and I, I think this is true in a lot of stuff. This is a high profile murder in Los Angeles in the summer of 69. This is, I, I wouldn't doubt that there's a lot of crazies that are admit can, like want to take credit for something like this. Right. Sure. The, this is something like that. So, you know, but I, and, and but I'm with you, like anybody, if, if my wife called me right now into the front room and is like, I killed Charlie, you know, you know, yeah. I killed the Tates, you know, I'd be on the phone calling somebody like I, you know, yeah. I mean, you listen, know, this, this is real. But a lot of people are like, you know, well, these guys are crazy. Who, who's listening to these dirty hippies anyway? They're crazy, whatever. Leave them alone. Forget about it. And
2: Right. And thank God she went. Now I don't understand exactly maybe you can clear this up, how it went from her going to, you know, the, uh, uh authorities. And I'm sure it, 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 shortened her sentence by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she didn't do it for free. Let's not, but what did happen is I guess she told, and then what they started investigating that way. Like how did it turn the case towards them? Cause there's no real proof other than hearsay.
1: Well, I mean, I think that when they start hearing these stories and then the gang members were providing some links to it, to the, the straight Satan's, um, and then I, they figured out Atkins was also booked for Hinman's murder. You know, these things start happening. I think the cops start interviewing these ladies. These guys, these are not geniuses, right? That's the whole point, right? No, 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 no. Not even close, my man. Right? So the, none of these people are smart. None of these people are, like, brilliant. They're not, they're not going to be able to, like, hold under any sort of real sort of police, um, you know, interrogation, Right.
2: What is she, Nancy saying? I believe Charlie groomed them to be uh, looser, like so they could fly under the radar. Is that what yeah, she's saying? Just,
1: like I, I'm not sure if that's the right word. What she was trying to say, but um, right. But uh, yeah, I mean it's the thing they did, So they so nobody's going to ask them. So but then when you but if the cops are pressing a 15, 16 year old girl or boy or whoever um, in real prison stuff. These kids crack, right? These kids oh, yeah. crack instantly. This this probably took no time at all to get them in that room. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah. Once they had them, yeah. right?
2: Once they had them. Well, that's what we were saying though. So Sadie is in jail. She, they're not even close to being caught for this. She is such a sociopath or psychopath narcissist that she can't stop herself. She wants to be caught for it. Yeah. She, she wants care. the credit. She doesn't, no. She wants, yeah. credit. It, she wants the credit. You uh, think she wants the credit? A thousand percent. I mean, do you see her
1: walking down the hallways of the skipping, courthouses? Singing. Yeah, well, she well, they, wanted that credit. She was proud of herself. There's a righteousness that they think they have, mm-hmm. right? This is, all, this is all going on, you know, and I've been air quoting all day, but under, under God's plan, under Charlie's plan, right? But that's this is the right their, air quote. They're insisting <clears> that this is the right thing and what they're doing is what they need to do. And they're skipping through this thing like it's the best thing that they ever did. Like, it is so chilling to hear them talk. And, you know, what's actually really chilling is watching them watching the video. Right. Watching the the news video of them still sexualizing these girls during the video. Like they're they're pointing down at their bodies oh then they're going God. back up to their faces They're The news is making these. And it's it's not even 1969.
2: like nineteen sixty nine. 69. This is
1: 69. Like, but they're not just like they're not just recording their faces. They're not up close. They're 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 panning down panning on their down. bodies and and trying to like and making these girls into this like sexualized kind yes. of thing. It's gross. It's really, really gross. It, it, it's so
2: it goes back to what we kind of talked about in the third episode of the term bait," where I went off on a little tangent. But it's like the, the implication is that the woman is the fault. She's the bait on the hook. We're not capable of not. Once you put the bait on the hook, I mean, right. you know, it's yeah, her I'm fault.
1: Just, I'm just a fish.
2: Yeah, I was bait to go to jail when she came around. No, no, <laughs> no, no. She's a child. Right? That's not bait. It's a child. Right, it's the same concept though. These are children and they're panning up and down the bodies like they're sexual. I can't even repeat it. Yep. I was gonna, I, I just can't because it, it's so disgusting. And yet, did you once hear anyone admit they were wrong? Like,
1: no, no, when, yeah, you know, a lot of this was also, and this was a very specific thing too that was said over and over by Charlie, but was probably patterned to everybody. I don't, I don't, um, adhere to your laws, I don't believe right. in this court. It wasn't a matter of guilt or innocence or good or bad because in their minds, they weren't a part of whatever, whatever this, whatever people were trying to get them on. They just didn't recognize it. So good, bad, ugly, don't matter because I don't care. I'm not. I'm not well, a if
2: you believe it, if you believe the, uh, you know, I don't believe anything Manson said. I believe Manson, you know, wanted to be famous. I believe Manson knew exactly oh, yeah. what he was doing. I, do I don't believe he didn't believe
1: in any of these laws. Go ahead. Oh, I agree, too. But I do believe that he could convince those people of that. I believe that he could make those women and and those people oh, yeah. feel that there was nothing 100%. that they did wrong.
2: Listen, uh, you know, again, I don't know, you know, because I'd never be in that situation, but I just, I don't know what's going through these crockpots heads nope. uh, by any means. Uh, I think if anyone's gotten an, uh, uh, pretty in there, it's been Elizabeth in this documentary yeah, so and, far. Uh, and
1: Ivor, man, I want to bring Ivor, Ivor back for the last yeah. one. If Let's, we can figure out how to get Ivor back for the for the, yeah, next, for the last, uh, next episode. But uh you know he he also seems to really understand these people it's uh It's an incredible story he um, spent fifty
2: and, years with him right or around yeah.
1: him. yeah, and uh you know there's the one thing that here and I, I I think there is an exposing of an American myth because this guy wasn't a genius this and all this stuff, but there is something you know unfortunately very dynamic about him that w- it was able to really convince too many people that this was all okay i yeah. i you know and I have a question I've always thought about this, and I was wondering what was uh what this was do you think that when this stuff started going down that uh is it david wilson um mm, yeah ha, was like dennis saw that stuff no david and, dennis 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 you're dennis right dennis. Wilson. saw that stuff on the wall or any of that stuff and looks kind of like looked down at himself and goes that sounds like these people that were living in my house before
2: <sighs> you know that is a honestly let's because li- we're just about out of time so let's leave on that question let's let that question hang and you know what? I, I want to think about that too. And I'm going to do a little re- That's a great, great question, by the way. And I want to see if next episode also, they have anything with Dennis or any old interviews, Jason. Great, great thought. Wow. I didn't even think that. Okay. So what a day, what a day, what a blast, what a day. All right. Friday. You cannot kill David Arquette, August 28th. Go buy it. Go watch it. We make nothing from this. We just love this movie. All yeah. right. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay strong. Jason Smith.
1: Cliff Dorfman, David Arquette. Woo David Arquette!
0: (laughs) (laughs) A podcast a podcast network.